0: Hello, strangers, and welcome to the May 28th edition of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Ciro Faenza, and this week we're presenting Nick Wassell's Nick Wassell is a filmmaker and photographer based in London, working in a variety of disciplines and themes. His most recent film, The Distant Sea, is currently playing at film festivals worldwide. You can see more of his work at strangedayfilms.com, nickwassell.com, and on Instagram at Nick Stay tuned after the poem for commentary by editor Romy Stott. And without further ado, the poem.
1: Promethea by Nick Wassel The God was a God of Dreams
2: My mother was a good listener. She heard the dream of the steam engine, and our town was the first to build a railway along the river from the town hall to the church. It took seven minutes, and we could all ride it on Sunday afternoons. Later, everyone had that dream, but my mother was the first. She visited the god more. She would disappear for weeks and return well-rested, with a new contraption for planting seeds, or a way to mix limestone and clay for stronger walls. Everyone loved my mother, and her secrets snatched from the mind of a sleeping god.
1: It is hard to sleep with a god around. The air is settled. Thick and taking deep breaths feels like drowning. She said, it is a place at which unquenchable forces come into perfect conflict with each other and hold the world static. Nature knows not to move in the presence of a god. Moss, plants, trees cling with reverence to its arms, legs, neck, frozen, closed eyes staring at a point between the stars and all the air above falls still, afraid to dance and scatter, you can feel it fall, like snow. But, if you can let yourself drown and drift and remember and listen, you will hear the secrets of the gods, the secrets they whisper to themselves. Over. Afraid. And over. So afraid. To forget the smallest piece of the universe. The placement of the last molecule, the briefest thought from the most mortal of creatures, and such wondrous machines as could ever be built. My mother
2: had dreams of things you wouldn't believe.
1: The rising hope of a raindrop as it
2: fell. Or the tremor the chatter of mushrooms brings to the forest floor.
1: Or the song of longing. Sung by one mountain peak for the next, chanted in quiet voices of rock, if you place
2: a pencil on a sail and let the wind blow it, take it, play it, from the moment of its first breath in time to its last fading exhale, as the universe ends, do you know what it would draw? My mother does, but in truth, my mother always preferred plumbing to poetry ravening in the delights of one wheel turning another. When she heard, for the first time, the dream of water pushed by twisted bands, she didn't speak for days, until she had the exemplar draining the tin bath in the garden. And when she first understood the drag of metal north, within a week she was handing out keychain compasses to every passerby. And more. She has heard so much more. She has heard of worlds threaded on a fibre from star to star and cities floating above churning seas of lives lived in moments between centuries, sleeping frozen across black deserts or time itself stopped to witness the suspension of an atom in quantum disbelief. She has seen machines, those beautiful machines so deliriously perfect that just the thought made her tears flow. At night she sat for hours looking up, imagining a sky, luminous and harmonious in action, and a flowing earth, as smooth as thought, arching and falling, cradling, carrying her to bliss in movement, and fading into nothing but mirages in the dew of dawn. She wept more those days she so loved the God she gave her only life to listening but now she knows she knows and only a God can no wonders return to the world and be content she goes now more often and stays longer and when I see her her eyes are crystal shards chasing a future that dances too many steps ahead Chained to time, her heart is eaten away each day, and each night grows again. Fed by the whispers of a god reclaiming what she stole.
0: And here's Strange Horizons editor Romy Stott.
1: Most of the time when I'm going through submissions, either I'm encountering somebody's work for the very first time or I'm already familiar with them as a writer. Uh, With Nick uh, I didn't know him as a writer but I knew him as a filmmaker and stills photographer and uh, in his films you know they're very visual there's not a ton of dialogue and then of course in still photographs there's no dialogue at all. So I was kind of pleased to see the name but expecting to essentially offer some really thoughtful feedback about how Uh, I liked some of the images in the poem but didn't like the poem but then in fact I loved the poem and it was a a surprise to me how much I liked it Um, and uh, part of what attracted me to it is you know I love poems that are about to some extent one character reflecting on another character that they love and admire Um, I just think so much intimacy comes through that uh, and it really can hook me into a poem like almost nothing else And so specifically, not only the fact that this is a poem about someone's admiration for their mother, uh, but a mother who is kind of unknowable in a sense, like who is genuinely kind of an awe-inspiring figure to anybody. It's somebody who is genuinely like an incomprehensible genius. And uh, there's maybe even some, some grief that's going on in the poem that there's we 're witnessing the decline um, as I mean any of us sort well not all of us, but when you have somebody who you love and admire very much, whether it 's a parent or a mentor or just a, a friend who 's starting to age or starting to enter a decline, and you can still see kind of the ways that it 's connected to the ways that they were brilliant before um, I like the sort of gentleness of the ending of the poem where it still kind of grants the triumph of the life that this person lived uh, and it kind of acknowledges the trade-offs but doesn't dwell on them um, and I like that it's not it's not just a pat kind of I did it my way partially because the, the person who's the protagonist isn't the narrator um, I don't know, I guess it reminds me a little bit of uh, what attracts people to, like, the Holmes and Watson books. It's just really nice to read somebody's admiration and get to, to live inside that for a while.
0: And this has been the May 28th issue of the Strange Horizons Poetry Podcast. As always, we hope you like what you heard. You can leave us a comment on the podcast page. And while you're there, be sure to check out the rest of this week's issue. And lastly, as a reminder, Strange Horizons is an all-volunteer organization. We depend on the support of our listeners. So when you have a moment, check out the donate link at the top of the page. And until next week, stay strange.